Hi guys, on this show we're looking at Arnold, Lancashire, Mitchell, McKinnon, Sheeran, Fry, James and Patel. We're looking at 2019's Yesterday. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, Planty, and I love you, yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> uh, and I'm the other guy, I am the walrus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm John. Oh, <laughs> hi, <guys>. Fire Eggman. <laughs> uh, John, how are you? I'm alright, mate, it's uh, last night rained in Scotland, so... Oh, it's pushing it down here in the lakes, half weather. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite warm, but uh, it taps off. Yeah, it's all right. It's 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 fine. It's fine. It is what it is. Uh, we're the podcast that tries to learn hundreds of things from every film we talk about. We are balls deep into our month of British films, even though some of them aren't British. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, this one most definitely is. It's Richard Curtis. It's Danny Boyle talking about what, John? Uh, 2019's yesterday. Oh, yesterday. We technically wasn't yesterday. It was technically four years ago. Yeah, was, Jesus, uh, four years ago, John. Right at lockdown as well. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, what else could we have been talking about if we're doing 2019? Oh, this is 2013, don't know why. So, there was a lot of dross. So, we'll start with the good. So, we're looking at Knives Out, um, What's a Body Name in Hollywood. Oh, future uh, episode. One of your favourites, Jojo Rabbit. And like Jojo Rabbit. 1917. Oh, I love 1917. What what a what a che- what a cheery weekend I had when I watched 1917, Jojo Rabbit, and The Irishman. Oh, <laughs> the weekend Jesus, Rachel was away at Centre Park, so I watched all of those. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so looking at the, oh, they're all rubbish. Uh, you can keep a secret. Uh, isn't it romantic? So this must have been really lockdown what? stuff. I'm, sh- I'm sure like there was Hallmark a stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a conspiracy to keep us on the hoose. Uh, there was that X- X-Men Dark Phoenix, Ooh. Hellboy, the new one, which she actually fucking murdered, which yeah. she did my tits in. Um, and we'll end on a high. Uh, fracture. Oh, fractured. It was it was um, him for Avatar, and he's, oh, if I remember right, they went to hospital. Oh, she was watching that one day and because she fancies the pants off of him because she's got mm. shit tasting men. Uh, <laughs> and um, and I was like, what is this? This is garbage. And she was like, yeah, but it's him. And I was I like, know. yeah, but he's not blue. It didn't go anywhere. You're not I, watched, like a I, fucking I tried to watch that. Just gonna, I couldn't get it. But I, I was a lot, lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. Guns Akimbo. Uh, oh, Guns Akimbo was okay. Mm. Guns Akimbo was okay. Gemini Man with that guy slapping himself. Oh, I um, no, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't even dared to watch it. Was that not? Was there not like a glut of films in 2019 that were filmed at, at just a really jarring frame rate? They were all I... filmed at the wrong frame rate, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you don't understand. It's the it's the new way to watch films, and it only worked if you were in an IMAX cinema." And you're like, "What?" I, and I, I think each of the Blu-rays was released with the same frame rate thing because TVs don't pick up. And you're like, "Why? <laughs> what is your fucking point?" Anyway, anyway, yeah, everything's a fucking fad. Uh, I was astonished, by the way, on the subject of fads and blue smells. I was astonished that m- my cinema still has. 3D capable glasses screens. No, no screens. Oh, I had to, and, and I've got glasses somewhere in the house. So I had to fucking buy glasses. Um, yeah. So 
Yeah, uh, just to watch Avatar, but uh, it was worth it. It was fun. Nah, it was great fun. You loved it. Yeah, there were pinger for it, didn't you? Do you know what? I did have a little pinger for it, and the more I've thought about it, the shitter it is. Uh, oh. But it doesn't matter because it's just going to the pictures, and it's going to the pictures on Christmas Eve, which used to be mine and my dad's. Exactly. So that's that. I think he wants everybody to get back to the uh, pictures, didn't he? Of course he does by releasing another 12 of them. <laughs> shall, shall we begin? Yes, we yeah. Oh, okay. sure, so uh, yesterday we opened with uh, it's it's loads of things. It's Universal. We're not doing fucking Universal again. We're running yeah. out of major film studios to talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only two I picked up on was working title films and yep. Perfect World Pictures. Perfect World Pictures. I did see that, but I didn't look into it because I was busy looking at the fucking Beatles songs. <laughs> uh, it was a it's a Chinese and American entertainment co- company founded in two thousand and eight. All right. Wow. Ch- chi- wow. Wow. I know it's about yeah. Collab, isn't it? China, China are really getting involved in filmmaking. Like they, they seem to be co-producing a lot of Western stuff. I'm, I'm calling it out as money laundering, but then I keep calling out every barber's in car, every Turkish barber's in Carlisle <laughs> as money laundering. So what the fuck do I know? Yeah. Everything's money laundering. Everyone, <laughs> every single one. So, poor yeah. guy. I'm every day. Yeah, yeah, except, except the Kurdish chap that I go and see, he's lovely. <laughs> he's not, la- he's not laundering money. He's just trying to sell me drugs on the regular. <laughs> well, sometimes, sometimes you need them, mate. Sometimes you need them. Indeed. Um, indeed. Work and title films uh, that is quintessentially British. It mm. was uh, formed in 1983 with Tim Beaven, what a name, and Sarah Radcliffe. Okay. Uh, I've, I've learned a little bit about working title. I've been reading the Shaun of the Dead. Uh, you've got read on your book, May. Um So I know a, I, I know a fair bit um, about working title from that. Not that I've written down. <laughs> but, you just it's in your head. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like yeah, it's there. Um, this character Jack uh, playing various spots in Lowestoft and his song, uh, the Summer Song. Did you know the actor from anything other than this, John? Is uh, in Tenet. I know that. Oh, I never, I've never managed any more than twenty minutes of that. Um, and I believe he was a character in EastEnders. He's Tanwa. He's little tiny Tanwa, little, little boy, tanwa. little tiny boy. Uh, no, tanwa. Yeah. Um, and his mum in that is uh, uh, Nina Wahid out of uh, Goodness Gracious Me, which we'll come to, which we will yeah, come yeah. to. Well, um, here's, here's another thing. I was watching. I was watching something on Netflix at Wednesday, mm-hmm. and the. One of the doctors in it was one of the old characters for EastEnders as well, so they seem to be getting about. Just to have a, how was darker back then, but yeah, he was a character in EastEnders. Good, good spot. I didn't realise that. Um, he's working stacking shelves at. At one point, it looks like B and M, right? And then yeah. later on, it's quite blatantly um, a B and Q. Like it's yeah. even got like the orange brand, the orange B and Q kind of branded shelves. And I was like, yeah, ah, but, but they call it price, price star, wasn't it? Price star, yeah. It's no, it. not a real thing. It's not a real thing. I, I I'm <laughs> glad you picked that up. Um, his boss is a prick. Uh, he yeah. tells him the customers like him, but I don't like your beard, the way you dress, uh, and your voice. <laughs> uh, but the customers like him, so he offers him a full time job. He has to think about it, and he says, "Well, if you think about it too long, I'll have to give the job to Slow Karen or whatever I she's know, called." I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I was like, "I don't think you could say that even in 2019." But okay, um, <laughs> were Karens he, even a thing? I don't even think Karens. I were don't a think thing, it was Karen. Then? Well, I was actually thinking more about the slow stuff, but you know, ah. it is what it is. Um, Lily James is here to meet him. Little tiny Lily James. Yeah, uh, Pamela Anderson, mate. Pamela Anderson. Mate. Oh, of, co- of course it's Pamela Anderson. I'd forgotten completely. I was busy thinking about her in Baby Driver. 
Oh God! Yeah, yeah she's the yeah she's the she's the 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 female the the, the, the female lead in that. Yeah, <laughs> she's his manager, Ellie, and we see that he has had an invite to play at Latitude, Latitude. Festival. Did you look up Latitude Festival? I did look up Latitude Festival. Did you? Uh, no, I never looked up because I knew you would. Knew <laughs> luckily you would for you, up. yeah, luckily for you. I know music's your thing. Uh, Latitude, Latitude Festival, John. Um, this year, it's our 20th of July, 2023, to Sunday, the 23rd of July. Um, so far, confirmed, we've got Pulp, uh, Paolo and Tini, which I think is the sound that Jowers make. <laughs> Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott, who are amazing, by the way. Uh, George Ezra, music for people who don't like music. The Proclaimers and the Beths. So no. uh, it sounds okay yeah. to me. Um, bunch, but it, it? it is completely the wrong end of the country for me. Uh, it is held each year at Henham Park. Come on, Tim. Uh, in Suffolk since 2006. Uh, and that's it. That's what I got on that. Ah, well, that's better than what I got. That's like that's Latitude Festival for you. He does. He plays in a tent in front of like some kids who are just talking <laughs> to one another, yeah. some drunks, this old couple, and a couple of his couple of his mates who were there. So I, I have named them later on, but there's this couple and there's Ellie and they kind of go to all his gigs and that's their kind of thing. They're like his, his biggest fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I decided to reach out to friend of the podcast, Joe, from Hallmark of Greatness, because uh, he's been in probably 100 bands, uh, to my to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did say to him, what's the, what's the smallest crowd you've ever played to? Um, he says, me probably other bands and their girlfriends, except when I went to Cardiff and we played to a fucking empty walkabout bar. That was a mistake. Bear in mind, Joe lives in Manchester. (laughs) Jesus. That's a a career high, isn't it? Exactly. I I stole a lot of material that turned into shirts for us like a shit rockets from the crypt. Um, (laughs) He says, I think on the same tour, the promoter had put us... Bear in mind, I haven't read this, so if this is fucking brutal, I don't know. Um, I think on the same tour, the promoter had put us onto some shite club, but it was also some girl's 21st birthday party, so he just gave us a case of a Ranji boom and told us to fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I loved a Ranji boom. It used to send me Raj. Um, And I think the practice room we'd been given was right near the Welsh National Orchestra's big building. Me and the drummer had been doing loads of cheap speed and needed to use the toilet. But for some reason, the toilet in the practice room was full of carpets. So we're strung out to fuck like five days into this tour, begging the receptionist of the the Welsh Orchestra if we could use their toilet. We're not going to shag or do drugs in there, honest. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, he's just the gift that keeps giving any job. We're in there licking carpet, though. We'll say something horrible about Joe and the rest of the patrons at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. We meet Rocky here. Uh, I oh, mean, the, you, you know this guy out of everything. Yeah, Jeff right. He's in everything. I'm sure he was in Plebs, wasn't he? One he point, he's was brilliant. It? Plebs is one of those things that I really liked, and a lot of people didn't. A lot, of people, did, a lot of people just thought it was kind of like cheap shit, but I think it was probably the first thing that ITV have done that I've thought's funny in a very, very long time. Mate. Very long time. I liked him in uh, Trollied. Well, certainly the first series, anyway. Oh, yeah, Trollied. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, yeah Trollied yeah. is great fun. Um, and he's, I'm currently watching him on Our Flag Means Death, which is... Oh, the, yeah, good uh, guy. Have you seen any of that? Ian, um, yeah. what's his name? Oh, I 
Carvey. No, that was going to say Dana Carvey. Um, I can't remember his name, even though I've got a fucking signed book of his, and I met him at his gig. Hell. Uh, you know, you know, his listeners, the Kiwi bloke. Yeah, the, the, the narrator gave a uh, guy for the new Jumanji game. Isn't it? Oh, so he Jumanji is. Film. Yeah, so he is the NPC. Anyway, NPC, let's yeah. let's move on because this this is not why people listen. Or maybe it is. <laughs> maybe this is what people listen. tell us, please. Um, True that. But I like Rocky. He's he's a roadie now, and he's really stupid. Oh, is the kind of the joke. Of shit. Yeah. Uh, he invites Tanwa to uh, see his set, uh, mm-hmm. and it turns out he's a roadie for Michael Kiwanuka. Now, do you know this? Have you seen? No, this I, I, I I don't even recognise him. He was probably on Sunday brunch or some something like that. But no, <laughs> um, I listened to his first album on repeat for for about three months. I loved that first album. And I'm talking probably 10 years ago now. And right. I don't think I've listened to another thing he's done since. Wow, uh, but I really, really liked I really liked good, that first album, yeah. Good debut album, though. Oh, I, oh yeah, absolutely phenomenal, yeah. Uh, it was played in the Six Music a lot. Um, it, he doesn't give him a guitar in time and gets fired. Yeah. Jack explains to Ellie, it's depressing. Um, he's going to give up. He can't be the star that they all thought he was going to be when he did a cover of Wonderwall at age 14 at the school concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a fact about Wonderwall. Oh, please. Uh, apparently, Liam Gallagher in an interview stated that he absolutely hates singing that song because they, they pretty much overplayed it when it was released back in the day in 1995. Was it? Jesus. Wow. But I absolutely detest singing it purely because I think when it, once, it came, once it came out, it was, every, it was everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, it yeah, everywhere. yeah. It was, yeah. Depressingly so. Yeah. Oh, God, I... He's happy that Ellie was there, but this is the end of their long and winding road. Uh, 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 He keeps doing it. Um, Ellie drops Jack off that night. Uh, For some reason, she only drops him off partly home for him to go and collect his bike. I know. I didn't get that at all. Uh, it was a bit weird because he actually had the bike miles away, didn't he? And then he had to drive. And then rides home. Yeah. Uh, they live in Lowestoft. Lowestoft is in Suffolk, 110 miles from London, and it is the most easterly town in Britain. And I've got South Southwest Lighthouse. I, I seen a lighthouse in there. I thought that can't be there, but it turns out there actually mm-hmm. is. Yeah, um, in Suffolk. According to the Eastern Daily Press, the area we now call the town of Lowestoft was a bathing area as far back as the 1700s. What was the yeah. world like in the 1700s, Papa John? <laughs> Oh, it was dark. Everybody had to light candles. And light houses. Oh, no, I was, I was Pollock in the 80s. <laughs> mixed bag of folk born in Lowestoft, John. Composer Benjamin Britten. Footballers, England's Terry Butcher and 90s Norwich icon Daryl Such. Um, most importantly, the big dog himself, Tim Westwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> now, has he not been YouTube or cancelled? Oh, he's yeah, he's a piece of shit to women. He is a piece of shit to women. But what I didn't know was that he was the inspiration for Ali G. <gasps> that makes more sense it than anything else. It all comes together, doesn't it? It, it, all it really comes does. That makes so much yeah. sense. Oh, try hard rapping bastard. Oh man, he's the <laughs> he is the the whitest white man. <laughs> Annoy- annoyingly so. Oh, what a piece of shit, yeah. Do you remember when they made a British Pimp My Ride and instead yeah. of ludicrous, it was him? Yeah, they had time. And yeah. it was just people pimping, like, 
Montegos <laughs> uh, <laughs> and old yeah. transit vans. Yeah, and if you're lucky, we miss the Ibiza, but uh, it was um, <laughs> uh, pretty bad, wasn't it? it was We're going fun. to pimp your ride! Fuck yeah. off, and all they did was fucking spray paint and put, and put speakers in it. That's all they did. That's it, yeah. They hardly but, done anything to the engines, no. if I remember right. No, Whereas no, no, in the American that's, one, that's they totally shit money. Yeah, that's true. Because in, in America, it's a proper detailing place that does it. It's a proper garage that does it. Here, Aye. it's just some twat that can Aye. just, just da- saw, big, saw big, a hole in the... Big Dave's Chop Shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With a spoiler made of plastic spoons. <laughs> half, half Porsche, Porsche, half Montego. <laughs> <laughs> um, as he's riding through through town, it's it, it's really weird because it's kind of like he's riding through town past like all the amusement arcades and all this, um, and then there's this this little tiny kind of like little roadster bus, the kind of bus that you'd expect to see in like the Highlands or something, or you'd Aye, expect yeah, to see yeah. going around the North York Moors. Yeah, yeah. This little tiny bus, and it's almost kind of like a really shit Jaws. <laughs> it's like it's flashing <laughs> to him, it's flashing to the bus, it's flashing him. Yeah, They're no. like telegraphed much um, but uh, all the lights start to go out and indeed all the lights around the world go out so you can't blame it on fucking brexit for once mark yeah um, and jack gets hit by this bus uh and then all the lights come back on so um, longest blackout in the uk was in august 28th 2003 mm-hmm. apparently it, it, it blacked out Blacked out. I say blacked out. I say, I say blacked out. Apparently, approximately f- five hundred thousand people were affected in wow. southern London and uh, northwest Kent. Ah, uh, we were all right then for two hours. Okay, uh, so they guys, man. Yeah, that's not long enough to k- destroy all the meat in your fridge, though, is it? In your freezer? No, you'll be right. You'll be fine. No, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. Right, we see him lying in a hospital bed. What is it with hospital beds and January episodes, John? I know. I didn't see any fucking earphones there as well. No, no you're obsessed with those earphones. <laughs> Ellie, Ellie's there, um, and and she basically explains what's happened. Um, he says they've shaved your beard and you've lost a couple of teeth. <laughs> now I sat all the way through this, going, I'm "Not so sure about that CGI. That looks shonky as fuck." No. And you know what? It's not CGI. It's a fucking prosthetic in his mouth. Oh, really? Did I thought bring it in? was really shit CGI, but it's a really good prosthetic. Oh, or a really good. bad prosthetic? Question mark? Mm, yeah. If it's, it sat well in his mouth, so I'd yeah, yeah, say it was, yeah. it was I good. I just figured it was just shonky. He, she's going to work. She's a teacher. Um, she, as she's leaving, she explains, 12 seconds, no one can explain what it was, but it's potentially what happened with Y2K. Oh, do you remember why? Do you remember why two K, John? We were all waiting for it. We were waiting for anarchy. We were waiting yeah. for the end of humanity, and fuck all happened. Yeah, <laughs> and do you know why fuck all happened? Because we all parted like it was nineteen ninety nine and forgot it was actually happening. <laughs> but the uh, the ball drop. <laughs> oh, the fucking ball drop. Um, we previous episode, uh, New Year's Eve. Um, we uh, we didn't do anything about it, but. All around the world, there were like heads heads of like security forces and security companies and, and mm-hmm. it, like IT firms. Um, and America had one guy specifically that was tasked with bringing together a team from 1994. He basically spent five years Trying being it. ready, being ready for it, and figuring everything out and making sure. So actually, it's it's not it's not that. And I had this conversation with. 
uh, patron Ian when we were in Blackpool watching the football the other day. Depressing. Um, but he'd uh, he he'd pointed out that like you know it, it it's a it's a great fucking punchline you know that the Millennium Bug was nothing. But the only mm. reason it was nothing is because we'd been preparing for it since, or America certainly been preparing for it since ninety five since the mid nineties. Correct. Uh... Yeah, so it's good. Um, he says, uh, "Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm sixty-four? She's like, uh, "I'll think about it." But why sixty-four? He's like, "What? what? <laughs> no, well, you know, because everyone knows that song." Uh, Jack explains uh, as he's leaving, he didn't want to be the Beatles. He just wanted to stand innovation from somebody not stood by the bar. Ellie says, "Who are the Beatles? Who are the Beatles?" And all of a sudden, we're getting what's happening here. Uh, they meet at the pub with friends who are not characters. Nick and Carol? Question yeah, mark. Yeah. With, with his presence, wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, what a presence. bunch of dicks these were. What did they bring him? So, that's, 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 that's quite a good fact. They got him chattering teeth, mm-hmm. right? But wind up, they'd wind up chattering teeth was invented by a guy called Eddie Goldfab. Uh, they were originally named Yakety Yak Talking Teeth. Yakety oh, yak. oh, don't talk yeah. back. Don't Nick talk teeth back. Uh, and they were invented on released in 1949. All right, cool. There you go. Interesting, yeah. Um, and there's a bus because you were hit by a big one. He wasn't hit by a big one. He was hit by a tiny little think, bus about the size of the one that they'd given him as well. Aye. Um, and, of course, they give him this gorgeous guitar. It's absolutely it's a, it's a beautiful. Beast, isn't it? It's a good one. Guitar. Um, and he says, uh, he says, a great guitar deserves a great song. Um, and he plays Yesterday, uh, which... Turns out, nobody knows. Nobody That's, knew. beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it at all. Um, so he's he's kind of like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, Yesterday was first released on the album Help in August 1965. Listeners, if you're not into hearing facts about Beatles songs, uh, just stop listening because this is where it gets fucking absolutely like this. Um, Except in the United States, where it was reissued as a single in September of '65, it remains popular today. And with more than two thousand two hundred cover versions, it's one of the most covered songs in the history of recorded music. Jesus, well done, man. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney yeah. composed the entire melody in a dream, apparently, uh, right. when he was staying at Jane Asher's house. So he he read it all. Yeah, he done it all. Yeah, but. I, that's the thing I don't understand, and I keep looking at these. But every time I see these the, the Beatles songs, mm-hmm. I always see it's been written by Paul McCartney. McCartney, but Lennon gets credits for it, and all. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's what they did. And then a few years ago, Paul McCartney tried to get everything changed to McCartney Lennon, mm-hmm. and I don't think he was successful. That's Paul, Paul McCartney. In my eyes, is not a fab guy. <laughs> He's such a fucking dick in my <laughs> eyes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just not a big fan of him. Uh, when I'm 64, uh, the 1967 album, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, Paul McCartney uh, wrote the song when he was roughly about 14, apparently. Bloody hell. One of the first songs he ever wrote. Um, it was recorded in a key different from the final recording, but was then sped up at the request of McCartney to make his voice sound younger. <laughs> Which... At what door? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Um, when did you write that? I didn't write it. Paul McCartney did. So no one knows it or who Paul McCartney of the Beatles is. Nick says, it's a nice song. He says, it's not a nice song. It's one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> Carol says, well, it's not Coldplay. It's not Fix You. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that oh, where we are in 2023? 20, I mean, fuck. I, 
because if that's how I should feel about Coldplay and don't, no. I, I just I think I'm just going to walk into the fucking sea. Stuff <laughs> is what I'm going to do. Yeah, music for bedwetters, big man. Is that oh, what my, my used to call that music for bedwetters? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm nicking that. Uh, um, Fix You was written by all four members of Coldplay for their third studio album, X and Y. Um, the song was started by Chris Martin to comfort Gwyneth Paltrow, who he met. 2002, after her father died. Oh, we candle fanny. Uh, we haven't talked about we fucking minge candle for a while, eh? Uh, the video was filmed at the end of two concerts on the 4th and 5th of July 2005 at the Reebok Stadium in Bolton, as it was at the time. It's called like the Bolton. City of Bolton Stadium now or something. Um, they were the fans' first ever stadium performances. Uh, concert goers doubled as extras for the video, which required two takes on each day to complete. And I know that that happened because Rachel tells me on a regular basis she was at that gig. Oh, was she there? Yeah. She only went with a friend. I don't think she was particularly... She's not particularly interested in Coldplay. I think she always yeah. says their first album was phenomenal and anything after that has just been rotten. Oh, I know. Um, Yellow was one of my favourite. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yellow's great. Yellow's a great song. I can buy. As soon as it started becoming a, a prick then, I was like, I'm off it. Yeah. Um, Jack heads home and Googles the Beatles. Did you meet Beatle? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it always infuriates you when that happens. Uh, Sergeant Pepper, he gets peppers. Yeah. Um, and he goes through his records, and there's no Beatles records there. Nada. Yeah. He searches for the Rolling Stones, which comes up. Childish Gambino, he says, Oh, thank goodness, Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Donald's there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and when he come, when he searches for Oasis, he just gets a bottle of juice. That's it. He doesn't. Some he nice, gets like Oasis. Some nice beaches. Yeah. Sons, uh, sons of beaches. And his line is, that figures. <laughs> it's a good line. It's a fun little it line. It really is. Jack Edstead, Ellie's in the pissing rain. Um, he, he says, do you really not know who the Beatles are? She's like, no, I don't know who they are. Right. Well, then I'm in a really difficult situation. And he leaves. Uh, walking home, he's trying to remember the words to Eleanor Rigby, which not fucking one of us could do. Which which is annoying because I actually like the song. Yeah, me too. I don't really, I don't really like a lot of them, like in that way. But uh-huh. I, I I like the fact that he was trying to remember it and I thought, oh, he's going to sing it. Fucking doesn't he sing it, bastard? No, he doesn't sing it. You're right. He doesn't. Yeah, sing doesn't it, he? Yeah. After um, all that work. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And but it it makes for a nice kind of bit. Ah, uh, it's got a lot of history in it. Yeah, that he's he's really struggling to kind of come up with the words to a song that I guess we all kind of know, but we don't know. We don't know. I, like, you know, I know, who's, I know who's it down knew, though. I looked at the lyrics. I checked yeah. the lyrics. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. And that's a pretty good day. Eh? Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun song. Uh, a question for you, though, John. If if you had to remember the lyrics of one band in particular, mm-hmm. like who would be the band that you could probably remember most of the lyrics of? Uh, the Prodigy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. There's not too many there, so that's not too bad. So that's probably why that's a bit easier. What about yours? What's yours? My, mine's tough. Mine is either Madness. Right? Yeah, mine's Madness. Yeah, Madness or Real Big Fish. Uh, you know, that's my, that's my ah. scar sensibilities coming through. But yeah, ma- I think Madness is probably the one. I, right. If there was a world with no Madness, could I make that... Could I make madness work in 2023 no i couldn't like you couldn't make no. this 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 whole no. thing my opinion of this whole thing is the vast majority whilst there are some phenomenally good songs people would not be losing their shit over i uh, don't house. know lady madonna and i know lady madonna doesn't come up but lady madonna's the one beatles song i know all the words to 
All uh, the words to. Without oh, even really? without even listening to the song, I could do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it it doesn't. I don't think people. I don't think people would lose their shit. But then I don't appreciate how much people really like bland fucking bollocks music, like Ed Sheeran. I I, I don't appreciate how sh- how people love that shit. Well, in this film, he pretty much says, yeah, at one point he does say, I thought I was the best songwriter, turns out I was outdid. But I think all his stuff's kind of the samey-samey, so yeah. there's no variation to it, at least at least with the Beatles who were experimental, so they went through different phases, you mm-hmm. could tell they were doing different things, whereas I think Ed Sheeran's has got a formula and it'll just no, it'll no, it'll no come out with no. shit. And, and exactly the same, in my opinion, and I know you won't agree with me because you quite like the fucking spazzy-looking boy, uh, Lewis Capaldi. Ah, oh, fuck you, man. That boy's got range. Nah, <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know it is. He's, he's, a, he's a funny guy, but I know for a fact... Oh, he's pat as mince, mate. How it's dare you, Sam? Music, this, music. This show's over. This show's pat over. It's only for Scottish people. <laughs> this show's over. Goodbye, sir. <laughs> goodbye, sir. <laughs> I said good day. <laughs> I know. I said good day, sir. <laughs> John died on the way home to his, his home planet. <laughs> what, there's a blackout? <laughs> Oh. We see a montage um, of him sticking post-it notes up with titles of Beatles songs and jamming. He explains to Ellie he wants to do just one more gig. Uh, we see that he can't quite get all the words to all the songs. At home, his mum comes in. They're always brilliant and vastly underused in this Mira Sayal. Yeah, oh, I love her so much. Um, yep. She, uh, <laughs> hello, kittens. <laughs> I was thinking that. Um, she, he, she gives him a can of Pepsi and he's like, have we not got any Coca-Cola? She's like, what? 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 What's that? Uh, it doesn't matter. We find out Coca-Cola doesn't exist. Yeah. No, huh? Which I don't really drink a lot of it, but it certainly tastes better than Pepsi. I know. Too gassy for me. I've always, yeah. I've always thought Pepsi's too I, gassy. I, I don't drink either. I don't drink either. It's uh, iron brew for me usually. Coke versus Pepsi. I got this off of Wikipedia page of the Cola Wars, which I, think, I mean, it <laughs> sounds like that one that Australians lost to the emus. <laughs> oh, emu farm, Marge. Uh, in 1886, John Stith Pemberton, a pharmacist from Atlanta, Georgia, developed the original recipe for Coca-Cola. By 1888, control of the recipe was acquired by Asa Griggs Candler, who in 1896 founded the Coca-Cola company. Two years later, in 1898, Caleb Braddon renamed his Brad's drink to Pepsi-Cola and formed the Pepsi-Cola company in 1902. Now, first of all, I think Brad's drink sounds like it's been made in a bathtub in a fucking shed. <laughs> it sounds like an elixir, doesn't it? It's like, oh, <laughs> rub this in your hair. Your head. This will put some lead in your pencil. <laughs> Hello, Aye. sir. You look like you have trouble pleasing your wife. <laughs> Put some vim in your walk. <laughs> uh, which I liked. Uh, of course, Mira Sayal, we know from goodness gracious me. Um, did you spot the dad, by the way, John? Yeah, he was um, Meet the Kumars. Yeah, Sanjeev Bhaskar. Yeah, yeah Sanjeev. Yeah. Uh, also, exactly as you say, Meet the Kumars, goodness gracious me. Um, Absolutely loved this bit. Uh, we get rid of the the awful CGI missing teeth, which isn't CGI missing teeth. When he goes to the dentist, and everyone loves uh, Sanjeev's character because he he helped everybody. You know, it's like oh, he, he, I wouldn't have had a, I wouldn't have had a job if it wasn't him. Um, but I absolutely, get by with a little help with your friends. Oh, that's the line, isn't it? I missed that the second time. Yeah. I think I might have, I might have accidentally skipped on. Um, yeah, goodness gracious me, um, Sanjeev Mira 
uh, Nina Wadia and Govinda Gurr, uh, Radio 4 show from 1996 to 98, and TV show from 98 to 2001, which I was certain it had more than two two series. Sure, I was I, certain yeah, of it. At um, one point, it was more popular than Jonathan Ross, and then Jonathan Ross went on it. <laughs> uh, oh, Christ. Uh, I can't think of anything much less popular than Jonathan Ross. Um, <laughs> although he does seem to be getting the joke these days. Um, no. I love, my favourite sketches are probably, I love the six million rupee man where the, I think they rebuild him with like plastic cutlery. You, you, uh, your face suggests you've just remembered that. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. Of course, going out for an English is brilliant. No, I, no, uh, I, I always myself like to order the blandest thing on the menu <laughs> every time. But I, 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 all the while I'm watching this, I was thinking to myself, oh, a niche reference for absolutely nobody. Paul McCartney, Indian. <laughs> That's right. John Lennon, Indian. Indian. Didn't know the good ones. That's right. <laughs> Jack's playing for them. Uh, let it be. Oh, Only f- oh man, the- something about this. Watching it the second time just infuriated me. But the first time, first I'm kind of like this. This is quite semi well written. This uh, mum calls the song "Leave It Be." <laughs> Terry right, comes in. Let him, let him be. Let him be. <laughs> I got a kick out of that. Terry's phone goes off. It's his. It's his. He's like, oh yeah. Because he, he's going, yeah. Oh, no, we're just listening to one of Jack's new songs. Yeah, I thought he'd given up as well, but apparently he's got some new songs. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I know. What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? I know. Even I was like, what is he talking about? I know you know. Like, they're obviously being horrible about Jack. And you're like, oh. Um, and anyway, he loses his rag saying, this is the first time anyone's ever heard Let It Be. It's like Da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa. <laughs> he gives it a gazette. And actually, that makes him seem like a real stroppy bastard, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, actually. I, at uh, that point, you're like, fuck's sake. Let It Be was released the 6th of March, 1970. And whilst the single version was George Martin produced, um, the album was Phil Spector remix. Uh, Linda McCartney does backing vocals. Uh, number one almost everywhere, John, except for Finland where it was number six, Belgium's Stupid Sexy Flanders Ultra Pop Chart, Indonesia, Ireland, Sweden, and the UK, where it was second. What? There you go. Uh, on the subject of records that aren't the Beatles records, Goodness Gracious Me it was a terribly racist single from 1960s for Peter Sellers and Sophia Loren. Oh, wow. Yeah, geez. you remember that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Really? Um, they, you don't remember that? Oh, it's awful. Um, Was it bad? Oh, it's it's really. It's, Peter Sellers plays this really kind of racist Indian doctor accent throughout the whole thing. It's terrible. Uh, the TV show Nick the Title and the theme tune. Um, this was top five in the UK in 1960 because Britain has always been a racist right wing cesspit. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew that already, listeners, didn't you? Yeah, only south of the border, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the gig that he's been booked seems to be some sort of bar mitzvah something doesn't it children's party um, followed by a gig in what looks like a working men's club yeah it's belting yeah. a bit though oh absolutely um, afterwards he believes it's not the songs it's him Jack Malik, yeah. that people don't like uh, but he's been approached by this guy Gavin who offers yeah. him a recording studio. Was it tracks on the Tracks? Tracks on the Tracks was a nice name. I like that. Uh, except it's track. a really shit place to put a recording studio when you have to stop when a fucking train goes by. Yeah, unless you need the, same, the train, train sound effect. But yeah, I was like, what a place to have a recording session. Yeah, I agree completely. 
made me think about train stations, John, specifically. You always think about train stations. I do think about train stations. Doesn't doesn't it take much? Is this Ringo Starr related? You're not going to talk about fucking No, I'm not going to talk about Tullis, no. Sword Is that not where uh, the Hobbits went? Kind of. Just a bit mere south. Fuck you, owls. Or... Hawks or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, yeah, hawk, hawkmen. Hawkmen, dive! No, wrong film. <laughs> request stations, John. There are 137 request stations in the UK. You literally have to tell the conductor you want to stop at these or the train carries on. What? They are so unpopular uh, as far as stations go that uh, you have to do so. Um, you, of course, can't tell the conductor or the staff on the train under the proposed plans for no staff on trains. Can you, Rishi, you fucking twat? Oh, I twat back. Yeah. Uh, there are about five of them out of that list, which I found uh, in Cumbria alone. Mate. It's pretty good. It's quite a lot in Wales. Quite a lot in Wales. Go, go, go. Don't wait to because they won't want to pronounce the names when they stop. <laughs> spend a week waiting. Yeah. <laughs> um, they record, she loves you, and I want to hold your hand. And this is kind of the bit where I realised he's got a really good voice. Like, he sounds Oh, no, he's aye, really, good. really, really well, eh? Yeah. You can tell it's him singing him. Yeah. He's doing a, a Rami Malik. Oh, he? man. That, shit. What a fucking Rami that was. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. when he's singing In My Life, um, it's like, he's got a re- for me, he's got a really, really good voice. Yeah, that was a good choice. Yeah, I want to hold your hand. The Beatles' first uh, US number one. Uh, seven weeks on the Hot 100 until it was knocked off the top by She Loves You, which was actually released before that. It's just it had come back into the charts when that one was such a success. Oh, bloody hell. It's crazy, isn't it? 12 million right. copies sold worldwide. That is astonishing. That's amazing. Astonishing. That's amazing. Uh, she Loves You uh, is the best-selling Beatles record of all time in the UK and 64th on the Rolling Stones list of 500 greatest songs of all time. It was number one in Denmark, Canada, New Zealand, Norway, Sweden, the US and the UK. Ninth on the biggest-selling UK singles of all time. Number one, of course, is Candle in the Wind. What? The really? Lady Diana one. You know that one. Right. Uh, fourth, John, is Mull of Kintyre. I fucking hate that song. <laughs> which I'm last week, John, man. you correctly told us was the song that which world class gargantuan football team run out to? Uh, not Nottingham Forest. What did you, yeah, what did you say? The, the, to, 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 not Nottingham Hotspurs. Nottingham Hotspurs. Which I laughed a lot at during the edit. I was like, fucking idiots. Tottenham Academicals. As they're driving back in Ellie's little mini, um, she asks uh, who um, In My Life was written about and as he's about to confess everything, um, she gets a phone call. He gets a phone call from someone claiming to be Ed Sheeran. Uh, doesn't believe him, of course, but he says he really enjoyed In My Life, which he's he's done on a he's been on a TV show, hasn't he? I, for some reason, I've written. Oh that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been like on this a, TV a, show and a played live. Sort of thing, yeah, he? yeah, like the the, the it, Alan Partridge thing. Because <laughs> he was getting his albums at every purchase in the show. Yeah. It? Oh, yes, he is. Yeah. How have I how have I missed that? I was pretty sure I'd type that down. Uh, anyway, it's. Uh, the doorbell rings at home. Mum answers it, and it's Ed Sheeran. Uh, she says he's got a nice, friendly face, which isn't true because, of course, he has a concave face. 
Mm. So someone just bricked him in the fucking tits. Um, she he says he wants Jack to come on the European leg of the tour with him. Sanjeev has this line. So Sanjeev's in looking for the pickle. <laughs> he's looking for the jar yes, of pickle. Yes. And he finds it's like, yes, he's properly like yes. food motivated. <laughs> Anybody ever told you a little Ed Sheeran? <laughs> and he's like, I am Ed Sheeran. And this line, I love this. He gives him a second glance and just says, Yeah, yes, well done. <laughs> <laughs> just, Beautiful. I like properly uh, laughed like both times. Um, Ellie explains. She, in fact, that is probably Sanjeev's second best line. His best line comes towards kind of towards the kind of the end of the film. Ellie explains right. she can't go on tour because she's got parents' evening because she's a teacher. Um, but Jack needs somebody to be his roadie. So yes, of course they use who? Oh, Rocky. Rocky. Rocky at the rescue. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they get on the flight with Ed, and I love Rocky's line here. I love your work, especially the rapping. He's like, oh, really? Thanks. No, of course oh, really? not. <laughs> Leave it to the brothers. <laughs> it's a great line. <laughs> Calls him Ginger. That was good. Which I was kind of into. I was into a lot. Oh, that was good. That was good. I really enjoyed this film, man. Yeah, I so did I. I was but, dreading watching it when when I went through. When I, we were listeners, we after every episode, if we haven't done it in advance, after every episode, we'll, we'll sit and we'll kind of we'll sit at, we'll, we'll sit in the post and we'll go over kind of what's what what's streaming and what we can do or or, or what we've got in our collections that we can kind of cover. Um. And I think I'd gone on iPlayer, and it was on the front page of iPlayer, and I was like, oh, we could do Yesterday, it's a British film. You were like, oh, yeah, I watched that recently. We'll do that. Yeah. And I just, I think you must have just seen me just go, oh. Uh, empty gesture, like, mate. Empty oh, gesture. Oh, no. But, you know, it was so good. So much fun. Uh, yeah. Ed, Ed says he'd, he'd, he'd heard, he'd seen it on the TV because he lives in Suffolk. And I was like, you lying prick. <laughs> Turns out he does actually live in Suffolk. He's got a house in oh, LA, a house in Suffolk. Yeah. Uh, which is where he grew up. He's an Ipswich fan. He sponsored the front of Ipswich town football shirts. You would be gutted if you were the tractor boys uh, having a shit time in League One and then having to wear that fucking thing on your shirt as well. <laughs> um, oh, another fact here. He can't act. There you go. That's going on the list. Uh, he's a fucking rotten actor. Ah, he's not the best. He's great, wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, we we go to Moscow. Bit on the nose, this, by the way, oh, for me. Oh yeah. Bit yeah. on the nose. He plays back in the USSR. Right. This this is my this is my fact. And at first, I looked at this and thought, Oh god, that wasn't that long ago. But it, but it was. Right. So the collapse of the Soviet Union was between 1989 and 1992, right? Yeah. But when I first looked at it, it says that it collapsed in 1992. And when I looked at it, I was like. That wasn't that long ago, and I actually didn't realise it, oh. it has been. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty-one years, years. Oh, John. <laughs> thirty-one oh, years. Jesus yeah. Christ! Uh, yeah, back so back was... in the USSR is the first track on the White Album. Sold two hundred thousand in the UK in a desperate bid to come up with something new that wasn't all Beatles facts. Uh, the Union of Soviet Socialist Republics was the largest country in the world, covering over twenty-two million four hundred and two thousand square kilometers uh, or 8.6 million square miles and spanning 11 time zones there you go uh, that kind of singing ukraine girls really knock me out in moscow has not aged well has it <laughs> no, has really not aged even, well at all yeah. even when he was saying that was like oh man it's yeah. just the real at all and after the gig he's going oh you i can't believe you wrote a song on the on the plane um about russia and he's like, yeah, yeah, I just did it. And he's like, he's like calling him out. Like, 
he's such a fucking dick in this film. I know. Like, I he know really it's is, kind right. of like, oh, I've invited you on my tour and all this kind of thing. But, like, he doesn't say much other than, like, that bit where he comes to mum and dad's house. He doesn't I... say much where he's anything yeah. other than a big-headed fucking prick. Ah, you're trying to change the lyrics and trying to... Oh man, yeah. Oh, I'll give, I'll give you that one. For, I won't charge you for that. No, is the line? Isn't it? That, but I, I was, I was annoyed. Fucking hell. Um, in the gig, there's this one bloke staring at Gog, and as the gig ends, everyone's left, and he's still there. This massive Russian bloke, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. That was strange, wasn't it? Yeah. I was like, oh. I was like what, what's that about? Yeah. Um, after the gig, Ed challenges him to write a song in ten minutes. He says, "We'll write a song in ten minutes and see which one of us is the best songwriter." Are you a fucking child? I know. Like, are you did 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 mummy and daddy not love you enough? Do you know what I mean? Um, it was a bit of a self indulgent thing for him. Oh, it's year, hugely self indulgent. Um, Ed goes first, and it's as bland as you could fucking expect. Like, right. it's a nothing thing. Um, but of course, Jack goes with what? Let it be the long and winding road. Oh, the long winding the long and winding road. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, which is cheating because it's a Gareth Gates song. It's <laughs> <laughs> not even a Beatles song. Um, covered by everybody, the long and winding road. Um, it's another Spectre remix. Paul hated that they added a harp and backing uh, in post and wrote a stern letter to Apple about wanting it removed. They did not. Uh, as I say, it's been covered by everybody. Billy Ocean, he's my boy, 1984. Uh, and Hair Gel Salesman and Jordan Shagger Gareth Gates with Will Young in 2002. Had we all forgotten? Did he shag Jordan? Have we all forgotten? Oh, just, I think he just forgot him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I loved, by the way, I loved this this set where they'd all got pic- pictures in the back, and other pictures were like Yuri Gagarin cosmonaut pictures, weren't they? Aye, uh, yeah. Uh, he, good, it? Yeah, Yuri Gagarin, of course, was the first man in space, and I didn't know that he's got a statue outside the Royal Observatory in Greenwich. Well, so that's know. me going to the fucking Royal Observatory in Greenwich to get a photo taken with my hero Yuri Gagarin. <laughs> well into that it's Jack's the big Russian guy's googling Jack uh, to see what songs kind of he's, he's doing um, I tried to look for that search engine by the way couldn't find it alright okay it's another one of those we don't want to pay Google <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, Ed gives it that I was always told somebody would come that was better than me and you're Mozart and I'm Salieri which comes oh, no. across like he fucking fancies the shit out of himself yeah yeah, yeah, because they were better rivals back in the day, weren't they? They boys? absolutely were. Yeah, 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 they were. Allegedly. But uh, allegedly he poisoned Mozart was the fucking thing, but it was never, it was never, uh, it was never proven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was. Uh, what, what am I, the fucking cops? What What am I, the 1700 cops? You're the fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> all classical music's about, all classical music cops are bastards. I don't know. I don't really understand. We meet Kate McKinnon's character, uh, Deborah. Yep. She's awful. She's awful. She's always awful, but, but she plays it. She, she plays play, it well. Yeah, she's she's a fine actor. She's very funny. Right. Uh, she doesn't really have a lot to do here. I don't think. Nah, not a huge nah, nah. amount to do here, and, and and in fact that that will come across in the kind of the, the chat. Um, she wants Jack to go to LA uh, and for him to have a much better image. Um, it's Jack's farewell party. Ellie drunk demands to know why she was friend zoned. And I was kind of like, like she just like absolutely lands it on him. Like her timing couldn't be any fucking worse. My, my. Um, we get an LA montage to Here Comes the Sun. 
At Deborah's yeah. place, she explains she wants to make him a star, and for that, he needs to drink from the poison chalice, which he absolutely wants to do. Um, she does use check, this- a, check a taxi cabs, though. Check a taxi cabs, John. I did, did see that. Yeah. Did we cover that? We talked about them very, very briefly in Death Wish Two. Wow, Jesus! We've been gone for a while, then, haven't we? Yeah. I'm not going to do that. No, do it. Perfect. Do it. Oh, the only thing I got was they were, they were based in Chicago, but it didn't give a definitive date because apparently it was like a franchise and they all sort of came together. Ah, so right. It's quite sketchy with the dates of when it was all sort of came together. But they're the dominant uh, taxi cab company and national franchise in Chicago. She says, You're skinny, but you're also round somehow. And I was kind of like, I quite like that insult. <laughs> it's quite good. <laughs> I wasn't against that insult. I, I used to be called that. I just recorded a skinny fat bastard. <laughs> you're fat and you look as though you should be, <laughs> but you're not. Um, Jack's in the recording studio. Um, and this line that I thought was just jammed in didn't work at all for me. He's like, something's missing. It's not working. Yeah, the guitar needs to gently weep. And I was like, uh, mm, nah. what, what? Um, and then mm. this artist plays a bit and he's like, yes. It just seemed really kind of like, Okay, some of this is really well written, <laughs> and some of it is some just like just jammed in. let's Aye. just let's just say names of of songs, you know. Aye. It also plays summer song. The summer song is own composition, and everyone hates it, uh, which is sad. We also discover for some reason cigarettes don't exist. Yeah, which can be a bad thing. No, absolutely. But um, oh, how is the government got all that money though? Uh, oh, you see, um... that's it, yeah. Um, I didn't know the town of Cigarette in France is what uh, cigarettes are named after. So there you go. There's something I learned. When he Googles it, it comes up with Cigarette, a town in France. I had no idea that was a place. Oh, yeah, there. Deborah explains they're going to put out five tracks initially to be followed by an album. And we see all these clips of news and online commentators. He's like in front of big screens. Isn't yeah, he? so they're racking up. The, yeah, the, the, all the, the listens and the views and the likes. Yeah. Likes. Smash that like. <laughs> uh, his music is absolutely going to be a hit. Unfortunately, he still can't get the words to Alan Rigby because none of us can. Um, he explains to Deborah he wants to go to Liverpool to be inspired. She explains he's got to meet with Ernesto, <laughs> who's in <laughs> charge funny. of Universal Music and not a person in this film, uh, yeah. as well as the major marketing meeting and James Corden live on TV. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. Robbie I knew it. I fucking Yikes. knew it. That's dated as fucking it. No. Uh, Jack and Rocky head to Liverpool. They go to Strawberry Fields, which has recently been knocked down, Penny Lane, and the grave of Eleanor Rigby. Yeah. All the while being watched by Raquel from Coronation Street. Oh, I know. Oh, God, I. God. What would Jesus, Curly that say? Takes you back, doesn't it? <laughs> Curly would say, don't run me over with that bloody uh, bin truck. <laughs> Is that how Curly got his? No, I don't think he did, but a vague memory of something happened to me with a bin truck. Because he used to work in the bins, mind. He, was he did a, used to work on the bins, he was, yeah. I was. I, I did put a tweet out the other day to all the Forest fans to be careful in Blackpool and not get Alan Bradley'd. <laughs> God, Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> then, um, there's getting, a reference getting, to the kids. I know, getting trammed. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that this trip to see these places worked, and he now knows all the words to Eleanor Rigby. Uh, he gets a cut. Oh, he's like, I'm on fire. And he's like, ah, there's a fireman on Penny Lane. <laughs> Which aye, I was kind of like, that's okay. That's fun. Um, he gets a call from downstairs. He goes downstairs. Ellie's there. They have dinner and drinks. They have a great time and get really, really drunk before running down the Mersey Tunnel. Yeah. I didn't realise it was called, is it Queensway Tunnel? It is the Queensway Tunnel. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
Because every time, every time you Google Mary's Eternal, it just comes up Queen's Eternal. But it was made ages ago. I thought it was like saying that it looks quite old in it for the outside because it's quite a sort of yeah, yeah. Well, it opened in 1934. Yep. And it's City to Birkenhead, two quid a pop. It's two kilometres long, which makes it the longest road tunnel in the UK, John. Well, is that a long and winding road? <laughs> no, it's quite straight, actually. <laughs> you, you, you'll have seen it in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 and the Fast yeah. and the Furious Part 6. Ooh. There you go. Um, uh, oh, there's, there's this bit. What do you want to go to? Um, uh, what, what's, in, what's in Liverpool? Uh, and the line is something like, uh, Mushy Peas, Scylla Black. Uh, <laughs> rain oh, Mushy hi. Peas and Scylla Black. Uh, mushy Peas, John Dried and Rehydrated Morifat Peas. A tin of Bachelor's Mushy Peas will cost you 60p at Tesco or an Asda Essentials tin for 25p. Marofat Peas, did you Marofat say? Peas, yeah. Marofat. Um, yeah, the the bloke that used to be in charge of uh, all those uh, um, Middle East countries. Yasser Morafat. Ah, Yasser <laughs> Jesus. Um, all those, oh my, Jesus. Listeners are going, you don't know anything it? about know. world politics, do you? <laughs> Jason no? Mar- Jason <laughs> <Not even> a- <laughs> Uh So when you first seen it, was like, you travelled 300 and was it 60 mm. miles just to see me. But when I checked it, uh, from Liverpool to Suffolk, it's only 235 miles by road. But oh. From distance, it's only 188 miles. All right. Uh-huh. I hope somebody got fired for that blunder. <laughs> Cheeky bastards. Um, Scylla Black, of course. Priscilla Marie Veronica White. She had two number ones in 1964. Anyone who had a heart and you're my world. Oh, a bit surprise, surprise. <laughs> the unexpected hit you between the eyes. Uh, oh. Like a pair of balls. Oh. <laughs> like a pair of balls. <laughs> I saw Laura, Laura laughs. Hey, hey. No. Oh God! Do you know what? Just going to put it out there. I'm glad she's not on TV anymore. I mean, when she's dead, I'm not going to say I'm glad she's dead because that's awful. I'm glad she's not on telly anymore. Yeah, uh, she had a format, didn't she? She stuck with that format. Yeah, she did all right. She did all right. Uh, she uh, yeah, she fell and died in her uh, in her apartment in a villa in uh, Spain. Jesus. There you go. Oh, that's, that's a how Scylla Black died. This is surprise, uh, surprise. It's a, <laughs> it a fucking surprise for whoever found her. I know, huh? Jesus. Jesus. Scylla Black though. and slightly blue. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> We're going to the bad fire, man. <sighs> You're editing this. I, I don't know what the f- where the fuck we are with this film. Um... Mersey Tunnel. Oh, yeah, we're at the Mersey Tunnel. You're right. Uh, back in Jack's hotel room, they kiss. Um, Ellie pulls away, uh, says it's a mistake to go further. She doesn't want to be in the one-night stand column. Uh, he has to go back to America the next day. and She goes back to her room. That morning, Jack and Rocky uh, try to find her at the station by making a run for it. Now, they couldn't really be much further away from the train station and still be in the city centre, if I'm honest. They're at the docks mm-hmm. here. Uh, or they're, they're at the river anyway, um, and they've got to run uphill. I'm not. I'm not kidding, John. There's some fucking hills in Liverpool. Like, uh, have yeah. you been? Uh, no, oh, but no. Oh, I've, oh, I've, mate, I've, it's, it's right up I've, your I've, I've, I've seen Brookside. Just, <laughs> 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 you, you, 
Yeah, there's some cracking patios in there. Oh, is it? I uh, know you, you've got you've got to go. To, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I know. I've, I've I've got somebody keeping asking us to go there, and because mm. I've got some friends there, so we need to do yeah, it. Yeah, you we should. It's great. It. It's a be- beautiful. Do you to, I, oh, I wish we could do the the Eurovision. That would be brilliant. Oh yeah, you just stand out on the love street like everybody else. Ah, uh, true, true. <laughs> They run past St. George's Hall, uh, this massive building, which is right across the train station. It's the first building you see when you leave Lime Street train station. Interesting fact, listeners, it's where Rachel and I got married. There you go. Uh, We wanted somewhere pretty much in the middle for people to come from Notts, Leeds and Carlisle. So we picked Liverpool, right. and I love That's Liverpool. Good. Liverpool is boss. It's so good. And we, as we were, as we'd got married, and we were being driven to the to the the venue. Rachel's sister had bought a car, um, and the one thing I will say, and I always take the piss out of Liverpool Football Club because they're just so easy to take the piss out of. Um, <laughs> but it, it, when we when we were being driven through the town, it was just people like it was like this. It was the hottest day of the year. It was red hot baked in my three-piece suit and it was just people going hey congratulations hey congratulations hey oh happily married hey oh give her one for me and all this kind of stuff like hanging out of pub windows and all this kind of stuff it was great did you say in the bins no 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 (laughs) did i just imagine that no you didn't that's not not cutting that out (laughs) in the bins (laughs) hey good luck Congratulations! <laughs> it's brilliant, but they, it was just really nice. It was a really nice Good. kind of feeling. Obviously, you know, greatest day of our lives uh, until we got the cat. Uh, <laughs> we make it to the station uh, just as the train's pulling away. Jack calls Ellie uh, and explains that they need to talk. She wasn't on the train. She's in the cafe behind them. Yes, did that thing with Chris Packet that I can, I can, I can't do it. What's that? See the people that, that buy Chris at a bar. And then open it for the back, and have it. Why would you do that? Exactly. But there's people that do that sharing thing that annoys me because I want if I want to eat crisps, I want to eat a full pack of crisps. But go, why don't we just open up all crisps under the table? Oh no, 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 bastards! Johnny don't share. (laughs) Yeah, Johnny don't share. share. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He explains to that he said twenty years. Ellie explains he's had twenty years to make his move that she's been waiting half of her life for him to wake up and love her. And that was a bad choice. Right. She points out that he's the world's greatest singer-songwriter and she's just a school teacher from Suffolk. It's really sad, Sorry. this bit. It's really sad, quite well Oh, written. it really is, aye. But Rocky keeps Rocky keeps um, buttoning. I liked it when, when he walked out like two minutes and just as he's walking out, he's like, that's now one minute and 57. Well, yeah, <laughs> I liked that a lot. Yeah. She explains Jack's future is out the door to the left where the taxi rank is, uh, which actually, listeners, would have been true at the time of making the film, but they've renovated the train station and you actually now go out the door on the right of the train so station to get to the taxi yeah. rank. So uh, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what you do, because last time in Liverpool we got a cab. Uh, there you go. So I'm adding that of my list of things that oh, I no. learned to that's yours. That's your own. Get, keep that. get get upset with fucking films about that nobody nobody except me cares about. Lime Street <laughs> Station, John, opened in 1836. It has 11 platforms and it's a train station. And that's all I've got because, boy, is that a fucking boring thing to read about. I know. What one takes you to London, though? Mm. Uh, oh, in this car, that guy that really annoyed me. The guy's six. like, "Oh, it's number eight, it's number, it's number eight and the uh, woman's like, "No, it's six. No, it's eight. No, it's six. I know. Oh, yeah, it's definitely six. I'm like, "You prick!" 
<laughs> fucking dick. Up. Yeah. Uh, this meeting of meetings thing, right? I, I hated oh, this God, meeting. No. I hated all these people. For some reason... No, Winston? Winston, uh, Winston was in it, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> For some reason, Jack was dressed like Wallace. Wasn't I he? Mm, cracking yeah, sweater vest, Gromit. And a netted, a netted yeah. V-neck body. Yeah. Was it body warm? Like a body warm sweater vest. Sweater vest. That's what Americans call them. Aye. Yeah. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like a fucking cricket jumper, really, is what it is. I almost yeah. think yeah. very much like uh, Doctor Who. <laughs> aye, yeah. it was. Aye, it was a uh, good show, actually. Uh, they poo-pooed Jack's ideas for album names. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, The White Album, and Abbey Road. Uh, because Abbey Road's just some place that people drive on the wrong side. They, they did make it look like just a road. Don't <laughs> it it looked look shitty, didn't it? Like road closed, <laughs> superimposed on it. Yeah. Uh, he explains, um, because it's solely Jack, no collaborators, no co-writers, nobody else, they're going to call it One Man Only, which is a terrible name for an album. But they all loved it, oh, didn't oh, they? Of course they did, because they're all yes men. I'd have personally gone with Just Jack, or Just Jack oh. 2000. <laughs> <laughs> just the, these Dharma oh, and Greg gags doing anything for you, listeners? T- t- <laughs> Twenty years on, no, because they were not funny then. They're not funny now. No, not Dharma and Greg. It's not Dharma and Greg. I was just letting it say if it was Dharma and Greg. What's, what what saying... was it? Oh, Greg and just... Jeff, Jack and Diane, Karen. The fuck was yeah Karen? She was called Karen. She was a Karen. The fuck was that thing called? That's Will, and Grace. Care, Will and Grace. Will and Grace. That's what that, that was called. Yeah, that's so how it sounds like everybody. You were so close with uh, Jack and Karen. Jack and Diane. <laughs> <laughs> Little ditty about them. Uh, now we're on the Late Late Show with that unfunny cunt, Corden. Um, he explains there's two men backstage who claim the songs were theirs uh, and, and the work of the Beatles. Uh, he says, welcome on, uh, Paul McCartney and... Uh, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr, I think, isn't it? He's like, Paul McCartney and Ringo. Because I was kind of like, okay, because those are the last two that are alive. And just for a moment, I was kind of like, fuck, I forget, I regularly forget Ringo Starr exists. Peace and love, peace and love. Yeah. (laughs) Peace and love. Stop stop fucking uh, asking for me to sign stuff. Peace and love, pricks. (laughs) He's he's just going through, remember, he's still going through all his um, family. All his family. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for your letter, Marge. (laughs) I love the painting. I hung it on my wall. (laughs) Gear. (laughs) I think about that all the time. Um, Yeah, and he wakes up in a sweat because it's not real. But the worst is yet to come. Sheeran's here. He wants to know where Jack got the idea for Hey Jude. Jack explains the story of the song about uh, a friend whose little boy was down. And again, it's about Julian Lennon, isn't it? We know that. Mm -hmm. Um, Who's having a hard time. Uh, Ed Sheeran's not happy with the title, though. Uh, The name Jude is old-fashioned. Why not change it to... Dude. Oh, made me cringe, man. Fucking hell. I know. Such a modern I thing. I felt so it. fucking sick just thi- just thinking about it. Hi. Hey, dude, though, John, Cooler Shake, a song from 1996. That's a good song, though. I like song. that one. Yeah, uh, number two in the UK went silver uh, and is better than this. Hi. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Hey, dude. Fuckers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's re- really bad. And he's trying to sing it and it doesn't work and it's just, it's just really, really bad. Um, yeah, I didn't get I I didn't get anything from it at all. Aye, yeah. I'm hoping that's what they're trying to invoke. People going, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Um, 
Ellie calls and explains the big hotel in Suffolk is reopening at the pier and that she's seeing Gavin. Uh, and you're kind of like, okay, why did you open with the big build, big hotels? Uh, oh, don't really indeed. get that. Uh, Deborah's banging on the glass uh, to the point which Jack finishes the call. He storms out, screams at everyone. He just wants to make his phone call uh, and uh, just want to get things right. But how can I when you're bothering me? Deborah explains. <laughs> he needs to decide where he's going to launch the album. And his idea, of course, is oh, the, the place we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it, because he is a character that can only come up with like can only come up with an answer to something if it's just been put right in front of him. Aye, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a real place, that isn't it? Uh, the Pier Hotel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, in Galston. It looks like a shithole, though Galston. It looked disgusting. Galston, didn't it? Uh, south Aye. of Great Yarmouth and the mouth of the River Yar. She loves yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, S Club Seven member Hannah Spirit grew up in Galston. All right. There you go. Uh, who? Who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who indeed? Who, who indeed? Uh, Lily James, by the way, uh, who plays at Ellie, was born Lily Chloe Nanette Thompson. Her paternal grandmother is Helen Horton, and this blew me away. Helen Horton, American actress, voiced the ship's computer mother in Alien. What? Yeah, Lily James's grandma. Jesus, that's that's a definite claim you feel. Yeah, I'd be I'd be I'd be touting that all over the place. Well, she's 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 an actor of her own of her own credibility now, John. I think I don't think she needs to. Whereas we're just a couple of twats with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> At the Pier Hotel, Galston, hundreds of people uh, are there. He's getting ready to go on. Mum and Dad come in because they're just beautiful characters, underused. Yeah, um, they explain how uh, proud they are of him. Like- like it's coming up, I know what one is. Yeah, and, and Dad, before Dad leaves, he says, uh, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, he says, yeah, Dad. You know, he looks at him, it's obviously, because yeah, they've said how proud they are of him. Uh-huh. Could, could I have some of the sandwiches on that table? <laughs> and Jack says, take them all. And, and, and the oh, Sanjeev's line here is, what a day. What an amazing <laughs> day. <laughs> like Sanjeev Jesus. is you, because you are so food focused. Like, I, like, I think I. you would just like if you got a free feed, like you would be talking about it all week. Oh God, I yeah yeah. <laughs> Even when I get a bloody uh, bargain bucket for KFC, I, 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 I talk about it for ages. <laughs> oh, man. Ellie comes in as Deborah's getting him prepped. Uh, she says this awful thing about. Uh, she says, "Oh, the Ellie. Oh, he's talked about me. No, because he's just a product to me." And I was like, "I am God, I." But they, they wish him good luck. Oh, Gavin comes in, they wish him good luck, um, and they leave. Jack remembers back to when he was supposed to play the pier, but it had shut down three weeks before and they hadn't told him. He remembers considering going back to teaching and Ellie warning him off putting all his energy and talent into kids and then not having any left over for himself, which I'm pretty sure is the opposite of what teachers should think. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to ask Bernie uh, from Hallmark of Greatness. She'll tell us. Um, at his press conference, Sarah Lancashire stood at the back holding this yellow submarine. Yeah, submarine, uh, yeah. Who's your favourite? Who's your favourite? Uh, uh, Scouse accent's as bad as mine as well, by the way. Uh, it's really bad. Hey, John Paul, George, and Ringo. Uh, and the big Russian guy, why didn't he record in Abbey Road like they did? Um, Aye, proper shatter, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, he does. And Deborah kind of drags him out early. Uh, Rocky's walking Jack through the corridors of the hotel, explaining 
before he opens the door, he wants to tell Jack he knows what he was born to do, and it was to roadie for the greatest musician the world's ever known. When he opens the door, though, it's a Rangoa. It's like a fire <laughs> escape or something, isn't it? <laughs> very, very robbed from Spinal Tap. This bit, yeah, um, all good, yeah. He plays help, and everybody loses their shit um, after mm. the show. Uh, Rocky lets Sarah Lancashire, Lancashire and the big Russian in. Um, she says, you can't sing songs about places you've never been to. It's really because like, they've basically just been following him about. And yeah, it's been yeah. really scary. You've been shitting seeing them, hasn't it? Yeah, but Ellie kisses him first. She comes in and just kisses him, just says shush, and then just kisses him. Oh, I think he's dreaming that. I think he's dreaming. Oh, I think, yeah, because oh, when he turns away, she's not there. When he, he kind of turns away and turns back, she's not there. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah, get that. yeah, he was he was imagining it. Um, it. It's not, but it's not. It's not very well kind of put across that. Put it together. Um, yeah, they hate Hey Dude too, and then they all sing Yellow Submarine. Oh, they want to thank him because they're the only one, other ones that remember, and neither remember of them can him, sing. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. That's that pretty good, cute. It? And they jump around singing Yellow Submarine. It's very nice. Um, she says, "A world without the Beatles is infinitely worse world." And they hand him a piece of paper, and it says it might help. She kisses him and leaves. See that—that's how I feel about uh, having um, probably never having any more specials music. That's how I feel now. Oh, uh, we've lost Terry Hall. It's weird. It's really weird feeling. Uh, anyway, uh, Jack... you still got songs, so I still got songs. I still got songs. <laughs> He's, uh, I, I have seen Madness quite a few times now, and I will continue to go see Madness because I love them. I, Jack heads out to this house on the coast and meets a man who looks like Begbie. Yeah. A man called did. John. Uh, John? Yeah. That boy? Um, he says, he's had a happy life. I've had a happy life. It's this really kind of subtle scouse, isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's played by our man, Robert Carlyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Does, it does, doesn't sound like someone sawing some firewood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, he looks skinny, he looks skinny as fuck. He did look he skinny as really fuck. Like. Yeah, he did. Um, he's had a happy life. Uh, he says, oh, but, you know, have you been successful? And he says, I've told you, I've had a happy life. A that happy is life, successful. Yeah. Uh, I did a job I loved. I met a woman I loved. I then beat her up. I did, oh, no, hang on, maybe this one didn't. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're not glorifying that. Uh, it's one of the things I really don't like about John. There are a number of things I don't like about John Madden, uh, especially the fact that he got all his lyrics from Forrest Gump. <laughs> in the previous episodes that we that did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, you imagine there's no heaven. <laughs> oh, it's easy if you try. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, just the thought of that. Um, he says, his, his line is, do you want a good life? It's not complicated. Tell the girl that you love that you love her and tell the truth to everyone whenever you can. Uh, and and that's he's kind of like, can I hug you? It's like, you're a very strange young man. <laughs> On you go, then. Yeah, you go. He's like, come, Ed. <laughs> uh, and he's like, you really do need to get some psychiatric help. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess. Um, he heads off and calls Ed Sheeran, asking him for a favour. Did you spot Ed Sheeran's ringtone, by the way? His own song, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, I know he's... He, 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 I, I know they must be playing it up. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't help thinking he's probably the kind of man that would. Aye, just aye, just to get an extra listen. Why would you play your intro? Yeah. Um he's playing Wembley. Um and this is the favour. So we we turn up um to go on. Now, I got really confused here. So Ed Ed Sheeran's gig, he's finished his set. 
And when yep. you've finished your set, off you pop, and that's the gig over. Yeah. So he, who, let's say at the moment, Ed Sheeran is probably the biggest draw in world music. I think him and Taylor Swift are probably the biggest draws in world music. It might not be the case, but I think they probably are. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Suggs. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so he then leaves. And is it part way through a set? Is it the end? I couldn't quite. Yeah. Why, why is he coming on after? Uh, is he coming part way through? I couldn't figure it out. And he plays a full set. Yeah. Like I, I couldn't it's get it. Ed Sheeran time. Yeah, it's really weird. Um, they did actually film that at Ed Sheeran's gig uh, at Wembley, um, but they filmed it after the gig. So it, uh, there was apparently a, roughly about two hundred people, according to uh, uh, according to the uh, to, to one of the actors, said there's about a hundred people, two hundred people in the stadium as I did it all, and everybody uh, else has been like trickeried in or CGI'd in, which is pretty yeah, look good, look good. Oh uh, yeah, look good, look good. He's he's doing this full set and it's and it's great. He's he's he is yeah, great. He's, he's very good at what he does. Deb returns to uh, to Sanjeev. When did you realise your son was too good for you? And that just made me sad because because <laughs> they're, they're 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 just trying. <laughs> they're yeah, just they're good just, just good Indian parents, aren't they? At the end of the day, yeah. Uh, Rocky has Ellie backstage and they turn this backstage camera on her. Uh, Jack now goes on to tell everyone what he's done, that they're all the Beatles songs, that he isn't taking any money and that Rocky is uploading them for free online now. Right. Now, my issue with this was how much breach of contract is he in? He must be in a massive breach of contract here. Uh, Like he's, I know he owns these, owns them. But surely he's got an agreement. He's written, he's signed a contract to release a five-song five EP and then a double album, which is what they were doing there and then. Ah, yeah, yeah. So how the hell was he able to just go... uh, Yeah, to just go, it's all free now. We'll we'll upload it to fucking SoundCloud and it's done. Do you know what I mean? Or, Or the... The non fucking oh, the non chargeable equivalent. <laughs> Napster. <laughs> Yesterday dot exe <laughs> on LimeWire. <sighs> um, he finally admits he's been a fool. He tells Ellie that he loves her. Always have. Uh, and then he leaves the stage and Ellie's waiting for him. Uh, Gavin comes along. He admits it's not so bad being number two. Uh, Common People by Pulp never made it to number one. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. Rocky. I think it'll beat way. Oh, John, you will be disgusted to know it was the double A side of Unchained Melody and White Cliffs of Dover by Robson and Jerome. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fucking awful. Oh, it's despicable, isn't it? That's despicable. That's yeah, oh, absolutely disgusting. Uh, looking at the rest of the chart, and I wish I hadn't. Okay. <laughs> We're almost there, John. We're on the home stretch. Um, cool. Rocky holds off a marauding bunch of reporters who have managed to somehow get in, into the, this part of Wembley. Um, and a furious Deborah. Uh, Ellie drives them home to Lowestoft and they get at it. Uh, afterwards, right. that morning, they kind of open the curtains and, you know, she's stroking his chest and he says, I feel like Harry Potter after he defeated Voldemort. Things can go back to normal. Who's Harry Potter? <laughs> oh, nobody. <laughs> 
Oh, no. I think I meant it is. I had yeah. another idea. I, I could, I could do that. Um, and then we get the title today. It's a, it's a few years later. Ellie and Jack have had kids, and Jack's playing Obla Di Obla Da with these school kids singing. Oh, um, I like that. Though. It's cute, but at the end, I really needed a. I hope I passed the audition. <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted that, which sadly I didn't get. Uh, but that's the movie. Uh, I had well a lot then. of fun with that. Yeah. I, I needed something nah, like that this week. Yeah, it was nice and light. It was nice and there was funny bits to it. But uh, yeah, it was good. Enjoyed it. Any more facts, John? Uh, just a couple. Uh, Yellow Submarine cartoon was released in 1968. I remember watching that mm-hmm. and absolutely hating it. Yeah. And commercially, this was one of Danny Boyle's... Well, sorry, commercially, the best film from Danny Boyle is Slung Dog Millionaire. Mm-hmm. But critically, it's Trainspotting. Oh, it will yeah. always be Trainspotting. Uh, won the Oscars, didn't it? Won the Oscars. Oh, um, yeah. And that's me done. Fantastic. Uh, Richard Curtis wrote this. Uh, Love Actually, Not in Hill, The Boat That Rocked, which I kind of like. Uh, yeah. That first Bridget Jones movie is pretty good. Um, he also wrote Blackadder's Christmas Carol with Ben Elton. Oh, yes, he did. I didn't know that. I had no idea episode, that. man. I loved it. Um, Love it. His brother Jamie has three credits on IMDb, one of which is additional writing on Spice World the movie. Oh, which I assume he must have written on the back of a fag packet. Space of your life. Yeah. Uh, the s- cover for Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album had loads of famous folk on it, but there were a number of people that were on it that were not on it. They wanted Leo Gorsi, uh, who was an actor. Um, they did the model and everything, but he was removed when he demanded a fee of 400 US dollars, uh, which would have been three and a half grand today for the use of his likeness. Um, right. John Lennon wanted Adolf Hitler. Uh, yeah, apparently. Um, he was moved out of frame for being too controversial, you don't say, and replaced by Tarzan actor Johnny Weismuller. There you go. Uh, Sophia Loren is there, but you can't see her. She's behind the Beatles waxworks. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi was modelled and included to the right of Lewis Carroll, but was removed, according to McCartney, because Gandhi also had to go because the head of EMI, Sir Joe Lockwood, said that in India they wouldn't allow the record to be printed. Mate. And finally, Jesus Christ was requested by Lennon, uh, but they didn't put him in there. I assume he was a lot shorter than the Beatles because they were always claiming they were bigger than Jesus. Oh, God, I, oh, uh, I like it. Uh, shelf stacker job, John, if you want a job as a self one of those things. Uh, Chris, it's a, I've, I've, I've put your teeth in. Self-whacker. I know, yeah. Uh, on indeed.co.uk, £11 an hour for one in Pontefract. And in Evesham, ten sixty six an hour. The year. last time the Normans had a team. <laughs> We're both saying the same thing. We did, of course we did. I've absolutely no idea. There's something about maths was mentioned. I think it was a maths teacher, and he mentions factors of 18. Uh, factors of 18 are the numbers that give original number 18 when multiplied together in pairs. Basically, the factors are the numbers that divide the original number completely. Your factors of 18 are 1, 2, 3, 6, 9, and 18. Done. Uh, you can rent Jabba the Beach Hut. Great name. Sadly, not a Star Wars-themed beach hut. Uh, for £70 a day in June on the North Beach in Lowestoft. Hey, June. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh, on the subject of Coldplay, um, St George's Hall, across the road from Lime Street Station, uh, on Saturday, John, has Candlelight, a tribute to Coldplay. Bloody <laughs> and, Allegedly under the gentle glow of Candlelight. Uh, it's basically a Bloomsbury music group who are percussion of violin, piano, and percussionists. Which I really like the idea 
but any other band, Chaz and Dave, yeah. The Undertones, Madness, perhaps, yeah, but yeah. not them, absolutely not them. Uh, that, John, is... Oh, finally, Mark Chapman was arrested for 20 years to life for the murder of John Lennon on the 8th of December 1980. He shot him with a Charter Arms Undercover 38 special. It wouldn't be an episode if we didn't have a gun in it. <laughs> boom, boom. Okay, John, how many do you think we got? Uh, 89. Higher. 103. Higher. 110. 108. What? Not bad. Not bad. Uh, at there was all. plenty to go with. There were places, there was yeah. music, there was song and dance. Mm. Got it all, mate. Got it all. Uh, of course, we did promise that uh, last week that if you're a patron, we would give you a special shout out this week by just swearing at you uh, because it's just what we're going to do. <laughs> uh, so uh, we'll uh, we'll go through a list of the people that are giving us a quid a month. Uh, also, those people are able to buy our new merch at the moment, uh, at a reduced cost, we are selling hats, and boy, are we selling these hats! <laughs> we've, we've had quite a few people uh, send us send us money, and the hats will be uh, hopefully with those people by the time this they are listening to this episode. But yeah, uh, they will go on sale to the general public at a higher price, um, uh, very very shortly. But if you want one now uh, and you want it cheaper, then let us know. Uh, give us a quid, and we'll send you the link. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And you will certainly get more than a quid off, that's for sure. Okay, people that pay us money. Lovely people who I'm going to now be absolutely horrible to, which just seems like... Um... Can I get a couple? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I'll go with... I'll start with... Uh, I said I'd do one-word one swear words, didn't I? Uh, but as add-ons, yeah, you can, yeah, you, yeah. Let's let's uh, let's do a few add-ons. Uh, yep. Yeah, so we've got um, Phil Ferrish. Uh, he is a Jesus fuck. Don't know why, <laughs> nice. but he just is. Add-on. Uh, uh, how about the Belsons? Oh, absolute twat bags. <laughs> oh, twat bags. <laughs> twat bags. That's not very nice, but it's true. Uh, uh, we've already mentioned, of course, our good friend uh, of the podcast, Joe from Hallmark of Greatness. Is there a swear word for him? Uh, I would probably have to say he, uh, Christ on a cracker for, for him. Absolutely. Oh, right, okay. uh, Rachel Plant, uh, my wife, I am not going to say a swear word about because she will hit me and she's really hard. She's fucking lovely, though. <laughs> she, fucking she, lovely. She, she, she is. Uh, Gadget. Uh, War bollocks, I'm going to call him. Oh, war bollocks. Um, war bollocks. Uh, Stig, uh, again, Stig's been on as well. Uh, what we call him, Stig? I've already used twat bags. You have. <laughs> Ass face, there you go. How about that one? Uh, Josh Wilson, super familiar with the Wilsons. Have you got an American swear? Oh, he's American. Jackass. Oh, yeah, yeah, you jackass. jackass. Yeah, fantastic. Jackass. We've had the Belsons. Uh, Gav McGill, uh, He's because he's Scottish, going to have to call him a cunt. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, pure cunt. <laughs> Ian Graham is a skinny prick, uh, which I call him that on a daily basis, actually. Um, Mono, uh, Mono and Kira, they, we've got to have something nice to say about them. <clears throat> sister fucker. He's a sister fucker and she's a brother fucker. This is just continuing that thing that they, they are brother and sister that got married. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps coming up with. Keep that going. Uh, on Keep the subject going. of punk. Punk. Spunk. You said Aye. it last week. <laughs> punk, punk, punk the cum dump. There you go. How about that? Uh, what, what, what the fuck do you want? Uh, oh, Biggie's just such a nice guy. Scally. I'm going to call Billy Biggie a Scally because he's a Liverpool fan. Uh, 
Um, yeah. Right. Uh, oh, who else we got? We have got Nigel Davis. Um, Tallywhacker. <laughs> Tallywhacker's <laughs> a good one. Uh, Emily Vint. A gentleman. She's a bollocks, is what she is. Um, <laughs> Ian. Ian McComish. Asshole. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, the thing is, I I know you're all nice people. We're just going to be awful to you. Uh, Paul Parks of SP Film Viewers. Tight fisted Yorkshire bastard. <laughs> there you go. And the, one, one. and Maria, of course, uh, from Cult Connections as well. I feel really bad swearing at Maria because she don't think she swears. She's, she's a good cult. There you, cult. there you go. There you go. Yeah. What what a what a cult. Uh, there you go. That's it. Uh, yeah. So if if that has truly utterly offended anyone, couldn't give a shit. Uh, we've got your money. No, no, uh, no. So whatever. We will keep coming up with um, we'll keep coming up with new things to uh, to say to you, uh, for, listeners. If you want to get um, all the kind of outtakes and bits and pieces that we do from episodes, I tend to throw those up on there when I when I find time. And we have got new episodes of favourites like After School Special and. Uh, facts and lies and rock and roll come in this month as well only for patrons john that's been a lot of fun for me i've had a great night tonight uh what do you want to say to the lovely people all the lovely people <laughs> <laughs> uh fuck all get the fuck get to Go fuck. <laughs> fantastic he's been john i've been platney and this has been 108 things we learned from yesterday see ya see you guys 